Hello, family. This is Pastor John just reading the word. Father, I thank you for this wonderful day. I thank you, Father, that we are alive and able to enjoy your creation for another moment. And I ask you, O Lord, to bless this word to our understanding, to keep us, Holy Spirit, in the area of your word that will encourage us, inspire us, and see the power of God Almighty. And Jesus, I love you and I thank you. Amen and amen. Um, we're in Exodus chapter 9. I'm going to read Exodus chapter 8, verse 32, and go right through chapter 9, verse 1. But Pharaoh again became stubborn and refused to let the people go. Chapter 9. Go back to Pharaoh, the Lord commanded Moses. Tell him, this is what the Lord, the God of the Hebrews, says. Let my people go so they can worship me. If you continue to hold them and refuse to let them go, the hand of the Lord will strike all your livestock, your horses, your donkeys, your camels, your cattle, sheep, and goats with a deadly plague. But the Lord will again make a distinction between the livestock of the Israelites and that of the Egyptians. Not a single one of Israel's animals will die. The Lord has already set the time for the plagues to begin. He has declared that he will strike the land tomorrow. And the Lord did just as he said. The next morning, all of the livestock of the Egyptians died but the Israelites didn't lose a single animal. Pharaoh sent his officials to investigate, and they discovered that the Israelites had not lost a single animal. But even so, Pharaoh's heart remained stubborn, and he still refused to let his people go. When the Lord said to Moses and Aaron, Take handfuls of soot from the brick kiln, and have Moses toss it into the air while Pharaoh watches. The ashes will spread like fine dust over the entire land of Egypt, causing festering boils to break out on all people and animals throughout the land. So they took soot from the brick kiln and went and stood before Pharaoh. As Pharaoh watched, Moses threw the soot into the air, and boils broke out on all the people and animals alike. Even the magicians were unable to stand before Moses because the boils had broken out on them and all the Egyptians. But the Lord hardened Pharaoh's heart, and just as the Lord had predicted to Moses, Pharaoh wouldn't listen. Then the Lord said to Moses, Get up early in the morning and stand before Pharaoh. Tell him, this is what the Lord, the God of the Hebrews, says. Let my people go so they can worship me. If you don't, I will send more plagues on you and your officials and your people. Then you will know that there is no one like me in all the earth. By now, I could have lifted my hand and struck you and your people with a plague to wipe you off the face of the earth. But I have spared you for a purpose to show you my power and to spread my fame throughout the earth. But you still lord it over my people and refuse to let them go. So tomorrow at this time, 
I will send a hailstorm more devastating than any in all the history of Egypt. I don't know if Egypt had many, many hailstorms. Quick, order your livestock servants to come into the fields and find shelter. Any person or animal left outside will die from the hail. Some of Pharaoh's officials were afraid because of what the Lord had said. They quickly brought their servants and livestock in from the fields. But those who paid no attention to the word of the Lord left theirs out in the open. Then the Lord said to Moses, Lift your hand toward the sky, and hail may fall on the people and the livestock and the plants throughout the land of Egypt. So Moses lifted his staff towards the sky, and the Lord sent thunder and hail, and lightning flashed towards the earth. The Lord sent a tremendous hailstorm against all the land of Egypt. Never in the history of Egypt had there been a storm like that, and such devastating hail and continuous lightning. It left all of Egypt in ruins. The hail struck down everything in the open field, people, animals, and plants alike. Even the trees were destroyed. The only place without hail was the region of Goshen, where the people of Israel lived. Then Pharaoh quickly summoned Moses and Aaron. This time I have sinned, he confessed. The Lord is the righteous one, and my people and I are wrong. I beg the Lord to end this terrifying thunder and hail. We've had enough. I will let you go. You don't need to stay any longer. All right, Moses replied. As soon as I leave the city, I will lift my hands and pray to the Lord, and the thunder and hail will stop, and you will know that the earth belongs to the Lord. But I know that you and your officials still do not fear the Lord God. All the flax and barley were ruined by the hail. Because the hail had formed heads, because the barley had formed heads, and the flax was budding, but the wheat and the and the immer wheat were spared, because they had not yet sprouted from the ground. So Moses left Pharaoh's court and went out to the city. When he lifted his hands to the Lord, the thunder and hail stopped. The downpour ceased. But then Pharaoh saw that the rain, hail, and thunder had stopped, and he as official sinned again, and Pharaoh became stubborn. Because his heart was hard, Pharaoh refused to let the people leave, just as the Lord had predicted through Moses. Oh, Father, thank you for your word. Thank you for letting us see some of the issues of life and the penalties of sin. Thank you, Lord, for seeing your mighty hand delivering your people then as you do now. I love you and I thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Um, I might make a comment. The timeline. If, you, if you're confused that the livestock, every single animal was killed and then when it came time for the hail, the animals and livestock uh, were being killed again. Remember God's timeline. This could be, uh, I don't know, decades between these events. That's why uh, Pharaoh's heart probably hardened. It wasn't that he had back-to-back-to-back -to -back -to -back plagues, 
there had to be time in between for life to continue for him to refuse the hand of God. Just a comment. God bless you all.